Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good afternoon, friends. Isn't this a glorious day? I'm sure you all feel terrific. You know why? Because it feels good to do good. <laughs> if you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. You debate politics with a woman and just go, you know, just full-blown out there, especially feminism. If you're talking to a feminist and she's giving you, a, well, you know, men really need to be more sensitive. And this, you know, actually, men don't need to be more sensitive. You just need to be quiet and kind of do what you're told. I don't know why people don't like you. Well, I love women, but they're extremely primitive. They're basic. They're not that hard to understand. Disgusting grossness in your mouth. And now, this is the equivalent of being kidnapped. Stored in a basement, being tortured, and then they let you out when you're of no use to anybody. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Thursday morning, the 17th of October. Hey, kids. Hi. Hey. think you guys are trying to kill me. We're trying to kill you. I think so. I think uh. this, this R.I.P. Bean thing is starting to get to me. Hmm. Is it? Because I, I recall 30 years of calling in sick occasionally or going uh-huh. on vacation, pre-scheduled vacation. Right. Every single time, Kevin's dead. Right, must be dead. Yeah. yeah. Right. Every yeah. time. I um... Must hurt for people to say that about you, Bean. I really feel for you. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I think what I'm trying to tell oh, you sorry. is I think I'm sick. Oh. What? And I don't know that I have been physically ill, mentally ill a long time. Don't mm-hmm. know that I have been f- physically ill in at least 25 years, maybe? Healthiest you know man, well, healthiest man in the world. I right? am the healthiest man alive, right. yes. And, and I haven't taken a physical day off, you know, a, a health, for health reasons mm-hmm. in, in at least that long. But I'm telling you, I woke up and I'm just aching all over and I have the worst headache ever. Oh, oh so you're going to Vegas? I took some. Mm. I really am sick, though. Right? No. I, no, no. But I'm telling of you. Of course. Wink, wink. Vegas. Telling, and us took, on, telling us on a Thursday. Yes. So so no, Friday, taking Saturday, Friday. Sunday. No, 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 no. I'm, sure. I'm not calling it. in sick. You know me. I'm ride or die. But I'm telling you, I did take some Allegra this morning, and I'm just every 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 inch I move just aches. Mm-hmm. Just aches. I don't like it. Are you playing music? You playing I thought piano? you guys were playing something. Are you playing a little toy piano? You, uh, I got nothing on this end. I promise That's you, nothing, that. nothing Kevin's playing on this. Pocket. <laughs> that oh, was Kevin's no. phone. <laughs> Is this the thing where you don't know an alarm, and then we have to show you how to turn the alarm off? Wasn't Grandpa, my, wasn't my phone? It was my penis. That's the weird thing. <laughs> Grandpa, wow. we got to yeah. show you how to use a your very phone. Very sweet song that your penis plays. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what? adorable. Also, he was looking around like it's yeah. obviously, clearly it's not him. Literally, could have looked down and left, and that's where it. Came None from. of us could tell where it was coming from, though, right? <laughs> but it, was it wasn't in my here. pocket. Agreed. 
Back here, Pete. What is that sound? Um, honestly, I don't know because it's, I don't have that set as an alarm. Yeah, it's the one where, yeah, it's on the bottom where the alarm is. We determined this the last time it happened three days in a row. Oh, I see. All right, so we'll find out in two days. It sounds. <laughs> it sounds like the uh, the waiting room music at a funeral home. It really did. Yeah, I thought you were did. playing it, and I'm like, that is such a like low sound. Hey, I didn't yeah. know Bean could play. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't me. But anyway, I'm dying. Is what I'm telling you guys. Okay. Or. So. Or, follow me here, allergies. Mm. I don't know. At, this bad out of the blue? Yeah. Can I happen. don't know. Can totally it's happen. literally def- the definition the of allergies. The definition of what allergies <laughs> Yeah, but I was are. fine yesterday, you guys. Right. Yeah, again. I, but yeah. I'm telling you, I was fine yesterday. Just, uh, that's and how they t- work. Today, I just feel terrible. Right. Yeah. Um, real quick, because I know we're on a schedule. Uh, Jensen, mm-hmm. you, you've been to uh, you've been to the, what is it? Is it the Museum of Pinball and Banning? Is that what it is? In Seattle? Uh, no, uh, the Museum of Pinball in Banning, California. I have never been. I know of it. Yeah. Uh, just, it's just, supposed to be great. Just on the other side of uh, Riverside San Bernardino yes. in Banning, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I am clocked it for you. It's 82 miles from L.A. Thank you for doing that. You need to doing get in your research. car immediately after the show tomorrow mm-hmm. because this weekend is Pinball Madness. Yes. It's a three-day free play extravaganza. In other words, you pay 50 bucks on Friday or Sunday, 65 on Saturday, and you play every pinball machine, and there are over 1,000 of them in the house all day long as much as you want. Yeah. A, just might, he might die. Uh, it's a little too much for me. Yeah. Uh, no, I do get – people do send this to me. They did last year as well. Mm-hmm. It is a, a great museum. I've only been to the Seattle Museum of Pinball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, this is a lot of games. How have you not been there? I know. I feel How like, have you not been there? I feel like I should be living there. This would be like me living 82 miles from the world's largest walnut and not going ever. <laughs> it's not I a mean, walnut, by the way. No, but what I'm saying like is... Cement. I'm, oh, saying, cement. I'm saying this is relevant to Jensen's interests. Yes, agreed. And it I seems- love free play. Yeah, I free play. Walking around playing. That's how you ended up with a baby. The two newest uh, pinball machines uh, uh, available, by the way, are the new Jurassic Park yes, machine. Great. It looks like it looks like a great game, and the new Elvira and the new Elvira uh, House of Horrors. There you go. Wow, <laughs> they're both oh, there. Man. I have never been <laughs> turned off less, yeah. more. <laughs> less, less. You're going to say. Yes, exactly. Uh, they, the fun also includes a Halloween tango dance on October 19th and a funhouse haunted maze in addition to all of the pinball action. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't believe you're not going. I can't believe it. You Is know, it just too much? Like, there's too much there that it's overwhelming? Um, You know, I, it's funny because I did know about this last time, last year and I, I wanted to go. And it just feels, I don't, I never leave the house really. I mean, 80 something miles doesn't sound like a lot. Mm-hmm. It's but, not. Well, this is the guy who never leaves also. No, but I'm saying even with bad traffic in three hours, you could be playing pinball the entire weekend as much as you want on 1,100 machines. The weekend pass is 125 bucks. Oh, now, mm-hmm. now you're sleeping there, apparently. You're, you're there staying all weekend. weekend. getting a hotel. Oh, I mean, if you're. Ne- he may never come back. I'm if not, you're I'm really. There's going to be even a hotel room available for 20 miles. If you're even a pinball head, and it sounds at this point like you've been faking. No, I'm Because wow. if you really oh, were. I predicted the new game that would be there. I, I'm a pinball huge pinball poser. Head. Pinball poser. I'm going to look into Pee-pee. it now. I'm, I'm just saying, if you Lame. if you Lame. care, Lame. if you care, you'd be there. 
And by the way, um, I did check it out for you. And the Holiday, Inn, Ex- the Holiday Inn Express on West Ramsey does have rooms. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can also camp at the Banning Stagecoach KOA. So it's reserved rooms you everywhere got, I did, for you. I did reserve rooms for you. By the way, going to a pinball uh, weekend and then staying in like a trailer nearby is maybe the saddest situation you could be in. <laughs> well, have fun, man. Let us know how it goes. Thank you. All right, let's talk about this morning's Kevin DeBeach show, shall we? Now, I say this with love, but you sound like a shallow, miserable monster. Okay. Thursdays, get up on this with Jensen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also do Dr. Drew on Thursdays. We're going to talk to him. We have RJ Bell with his preview of the NFL Week 7. Another uh, winning week last week for RJ. Yeah. We have Kevin and B's Last Breakfast with Green Day tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a guy, I don't know if you've seen this yet, but there's a guy who called the police to complain that the police stole his weed. Hmm. <laughs> well, how about a little respect for his private property? Right? That's what I'm saying. So I'm going to play some highlights of that. And... The star of The Watchmen, you guys, or Watchmen, I should say, on HBO, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Regina King. Well, she's just the best. Ever. At everything. Yeah. Yes, she is. She's so, amazing. She's coming in this morning as well in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. This day in history with old man Ruben. I'll never forget that it was October 17th that we started working on Stonehenge. Now, I know a lot of people think it's some sort of unexplainable sign of aliens or the undeniable work of God, but truthfully, it was just me and like three friends, drunk and high off our ass. We were hired to build a shed and truthfully, we thought we were doing great. But then the buzz wore off and we went back the next day and we were like, this is a mess. We knew we couldn't fix it at that point, so we just left, never came back. And then people started telling me about these rocks or whatever and how no one could figure out where they came from and I just kept quiet. I didn't have the heart to tell them it's because of Aftershock and LSD. Wait till they hear about why that Tower of Pisa is leaning. It has to do with my penis. See, because Ruben is old. <laughs> well, finally, Stonehenge explained. How about that? That, huh? was a, that was a sloppy shed, man. That is not good work, Ruben. Also, how do you t- like tilt a tower yeah. with your penis? Yeah, I guess we'll have to wait for future installment. Hope so. Hey, uh, it's uh, Thursday morning on Carrick. Ali is here. Type for what's happening. Whatever you do, don't Google sloppy shed. <laughs> that's uh, that's all a, I know. Is that a move? <laughs> I feel like it should be. Should be a move it? and a ban, both. Uh, you guys... Yes. Remember all the news? Jonah Hill's going to be in the new The Batman. Oh, he's going to be playing Penguin. Oh, no, he's going to be playing Riddler. But whatever, Jonah Hill going to be in The Batman. Mm-hmm. I sure do. So after being offered a role in The Batman, Jonah Hill has moved on from the project. I don't go on like Kevin and Bean. I'm like, yo, this is my favorite show. Like... <laughs> Because he knew he'd have to come on Kevin and B. I think is <laughs> no, why. Yeah. Keeping away from any project. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't ever want to have to press again. Yeah. Well, why exactly he's passing is currently unknown, but insiders tell Variety that the news was initially reported when it was way early in the negotiations and a deal was far from closing. So, uh-huh. you know, that happens. It makes sense. Plus, yeah. I think they also put out feelers about things, and then if there's a strong reaction either way, they either go that way or the other way you type mean, of thing. from the audience? Yeah. No. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they absolutely. definitely float, especially for roles in comic book movies. They float yeah. a lot of actors. We saw uh, that with uh, Pattinson big yeah. time. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is a popular or unpopular opinion. Um, I think the Batman is worse for not having Jonah Hill. I think he's Agreed. a really good actor, and I think he would have been uh, interesting in that movie. Absolutely. Would you have rather seen him as Penguin or Riddler? It doesn't matter. It, de- it depends on whether fat or skinny Jonah shows up. Mm. 
Yeah, if okay. he's fat, fat Jonah, absolutely the penguin. If he's skinny Jonah, he should be the Riddler. So they wait till the first day of filming. Then and then just they like, just decide when he, when he walks in. Then they just hand him whatever script. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so. I wonder why he doesn't like to come on our show. <laughs> Can't pinpoint it. Well, Can't come on. I'm not, I'm not wrong. I mean, you're going to get one or the other. There's no in-between. There's never medium-sized Jonah. Hasn't it been mostly sort of in-shape Jonah? Recently, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, As far as I'm concerned, he's, uh, he's, he's a pinball. He goes back and forth. Uh, okay. As far as Bean is concerned. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Okay. On, on my scale. All right. Well, Hill and Warner Brothers couldn't come to a deal, so whatever. Robert Pattinson, of course, starring as Batman. Zoe Kravitz is playing Catwoman. Jeffrey Wright is on board as Batman's ally, Commissioner Gordon. The Batman has a release date of June 25th, 2021. Oh, dang it. Again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What no, do you have? I can move this around. This okay, is it's just so Adler. Flat. Adler is a swim lesson. Okay. Uh, the exact day. Out of all it, the days. Yeah. In 2021? Yeah. It's because well, great swim instructor. Summer, oh, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, gotcha. he he taught uh, Greg Luganis. Did he? Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he must be tough to get into then, yeah. Yeah. It's so. weird because he's a diver, so not really a Well, you need swimmer. to know how to swim. <laughs> it's true. I, I agree. True. We could not get the diving coach. Right. That we, we couldn't even. It was like a 15-year waiting list. Right. But we got his swimming guy. So we figured. Okay. Anyway, I'll move it. I'll move it. So Allie, a haircut yeah. and a foot uh, appointment right, you cannot right? change. No. But this one, okay. Cool. I think. I don't know. I'll try. Okay. Check, yeah. I did not realize, um, I guess, that Jason Momoa, Aquaman, mm-hmm. is Zoe Kravitz, Catwoman's stepfather. You didn't know that? Didn't know that. Because Elisa Bonet, yeah? Yes. Right. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I saw a picture of them yesterday. I thought, oh, okay. Really? really? Kind of cool to have two superheroes in the family. Yes. <laughs> it's on. Yeah. They, they live at like a farm or something. Isn't there some weird story about Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa where they live off the grid? Well, I'm not the person to ask because I didn't know they were together. Right. I oh, think you so. didn't even know Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa were together? Yeah, I didn't. Apparently I apparently my subscription to the Inquirer <laughs> lapsed. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Or or the stories I have done about them on the red carpet and I that don't reporter asked women. You know okay, that. That's right. That's right. I forget. The rest of us like to stay current. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a weird thing that you missed. I'm telling Maybe. you that, here, let me say it again. Aquaman mm-hmm. is Catwoman's stepfather. Right, right. Okay. okay. I thought I was, I thought I was breaking news. No. Um, he has said before that much like all of, I mean, I think everyone in my generation, that she was his childhood crush. Lisa Bonet was. She yes. was everyone's. Absolutely. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. They that's are. a fun fact. Mm-hmm. Very. Is it? Attractive, very talented couple. Absolutely. Just saying. Uh, New Patrick Harris had surgery on Tuesday after a sea urchin spine got caught in his hand while he was doing a little climbing cliffs and hiking in Croatia two months ago. Whoa. I hope his so, uh, doctor was 15. That Well, that's just a show, Doogie Hauser. Oh. It's uh, very timely, though. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. But would it be cool if he walked it in the room be. and there's like a teenager there to treat him? It, it would be mean. Um, turns out it pierced through a tendon. Oh, ouch. That so sounds painful. that's not a good situation. No. Um, so he was climbing cliffs. He tripped and, quote, hand-planted on a sea urchin. So he said the only drawback is having to wear this massive hand-elevating contraption for the foreseeable future. And then he said, all in all, though, I have to say, uni is delicious. Oh. 
because he's still going to eat it. Sure, right. I see. Okay. See? So he wins that round. Well, no. The commenters underneath win that round. Like Kate Jennings Grant, she's a Broadway star. She said, you should have gone to Urchin Care. Oh. And then actor, I know, I know. Actor Brecken Meyer, uh, he tried, but he said, I spoke to the urchin. He is a different version, which I thought was cute, but really. Ah. Okay. Um, what I'm saying is that was that was kind of... That sucked. Kind of cute. Guys, I could not be less interested in a new musical based on the 1993 Robin Williams classic, Mrs. Doubtfire. But it's going to premiere on Broadway in the spring of 2020. I saw someone post okay. that yesterday and say, take my money now. And I thought, what? Why? 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 Who are you following? Who are you? I, I don't know who it was, but I, I, I was confounded, like, how one person would go see that. Maybe it was someone that, like, you need to reach out to because they obviously have a problem yes. with just throwing their money away. Right. That was yes. a cry for help, Bean. If I you think could so. scroll back, find that person and reach out and just say, listen, I've been thinking about it. What's up, man? You okay? Yeah, I think you're right. That's the better a t- thing to do would just be to throw the money into a toilet. It is a terrible it. idea. Although I will say, if you buy if you buy it for opening night, at least that way you get to see it. Because I don't know how many more performances after that they'll be. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know how much I I care about that story. It's a terrible idea. Very little, but depending on who does it. Maybe no. it's great and you hear no. word of mouth down no. the road? No. No possibility. Not, no good. possibility. Can't be good. No. no. Okay. No now possibility. This, the, now, this one is still bored. I'm sorry. You guys, you were right when you talked about oh, Dancing with Stars. The same right. way. Not a we did, yeah. Great way. Yeah. Okay. Guys, with uh, yeah. guys, Helen Hunt has been hospitalized. She's recovering after a car she was riding in was hit by another driver in L.A. She was taken to Cedar sinai released later that evening. I should have read through this. She's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, so, Kevin Hart was driving? Ooh. I'm sorry? Well, who, was Kevin Hart driving? No. No. I just wondered if she was a passenger. Us not seeing Kevin Hart since the accident, it seems like he's probably in pretty bad shape, no? Yeah. Oh, no, I did. I know Do you, you said, guys not No, 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 you said he, did, you said he was doing some press, but yes. we haven't seen him. I mean, that doesn't mean... Not a single picture. Not a picture, nothing. Like, I know that you said he was going to do press, but literally, I haven't... I she said he was going back to a writer's room or something, right? No. Okay, we don't listen. Can no, he sorry. walk? Is his face disfigured? Sorry. Is he I mean, humped he's over? sitting down and doing, like, junkets and stuff with the other actors who all changed their schedule yeah. so they could work less time. He might not be sitting be down. He's him. just really, really short. Or maybe they put, like, a, a tarp in front of him so you see all the rest of him, and then mm-hmm. he's just talking from behind a tarp. Just behind a tarp. I sounds, didn't think about that. Sounds like Alan is willing to accept him being kept out of pu- public eye because he looks like the elephant man now. Yeah, someone's in on the, the conspiracy. You know me and, and Kevin Hart, very close. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, this all came up because I did a story about Helen Hunt in a That's car right. accident, <laughs> yeah. by the way. She okay. was totally fine. Okay, totally fine. <laughs> Everything, fine. Everything's cool. Yeah. Like, it, it may not even have been Helen Hunt. Yeah. Just but, a blonde lady. But Kevin Hart is paralyzed. We've yes. established that. Head to toe, just absolutely broken. Okay. Want to hear some birthdays? Sure. Please. Uh, Wyclef Jean, Eminem, Mike Judge. Oh, right? Right. Yeah. I've you, had I know this you discussion. would. Yeah. Oh, all day. Mm-hmm. Norm MacDonald and Michael McKeon and Ziggy Marley and George Went. Sounded like you were done part <laughs> yeah. way. It was. Okay. Birthdays. All right. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Jensen, you saw her in the hall? Yes. 
Are your are, are your are you blind now? Well, are your eyes burning from the power that was, Regina King wields? I was very embarrassed. I walked into the little room we have and I went, mm-hmm. "Hello!" very loud, but forgetting it's seven a.m. for other people, you know. Oh, and yeah. she just looked at me like, "Hello!" and I was like, "I already apologize," and she started laughing. But it was I screamed at her. You know, we have to fire you now because yes. you've upset Regina King, right? Yes, yes. Because we have a policy on this program where we don't upset Regina King, and I, that's I, our I, policy. I'll, I'll get my stuff. Thank okay, you. she'll be uh, joining us coming up in about fifteen minutes or so here in Kerak talking all. Things Watchmen debuting this weekend on HBO. First, though, speaking of Jensen, it's mm-hmm. Thursday, and I think you know that's time for Get Up On This. We're going to get you up on something spooky. For the month of October is meant to be scary. So Jensen's going to get you up on something new. And it's Halloween time. Let's all scream boo. Get up on this. It's time to get up on this. Get up on this. You don't want to miss. Get up on this. It's pure horror bliss. Get up on this. It's time to get up on this. Uh, to remind you, the month of October is the spooky get up on this section where I feature three different horror movies every single week. These are ones that I think deserve more attention or deserve a rewatch now that if we're If I don't hear the word zombiever coming out of your no. mouth in the next three minutes, <laughs> we've got trouble. Last we week, I didn't uh, know any of the three. Great. Yeah. Well, no zombiever this week, unfortunately. All right. But during the Halloween season, throw these on. If you haven't seen the ones that I've already talked about, they are at krock.com, okay? All the get-up on this are featured there. But this is like almost like a movie marathon we can enjoy together. And I'm thrilled to kick off this week with one of my favorite movies, let alone thrillers, of all time. And I've talked about it a couple times on the show. It is called Joyride. Uh, now, a lot of people haven't seen it. More should. I've waxed poetic about this Paul Walker, Steve Zahn buddy vehicle since its release in 2001, and for good reason. It is written by the executive producer of Silicon Valley, Clay Tarver, okay? Okay. And J.J. Abrams. Okay. That alone should make you want to go see it. Sure. Not enough people know that, right? You wouldn't assume a movie like this is written by those two guys, especially if you saw the trailer, which is extremely embarrassing and has a voiceover that goes like, have you ever been uh, followed by a car? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, really selling this. It's so bad. But, uh, it's directed, on point. I know. It's directed, but the voice is killer. Well, it is. It's that It's that like horror movie trailer guy. Right. Have you ever seen Steve Zahn in a movie? Like, it's, it's literally that bad of a trailer. Uh, it's directed by a guy named John Dahl, who's best known for directing Rounders, which is a oh, cult wow. poker movie everyone loves, too. Walker goes on a long road trip to pick up his brother, played by Zahn. He picks him up from jail. And he also decides along the way to pick up a girl he's been talking to over the phone and knows her from high school that he wants to date, played by Lily Sobieski. And on that drive, they purchase an old CB radio, okay? And they decide to pull a prank on a trucker while, uh, while driving, while using it. For the first time, they go, well, let's pretend to be a woman communicating with a trucker. And they find a guy named Rusty Nail. And this is the clip of the prank. So I'm five foot ten. I got dirty blonde hair down to my shoulders. I got blue eyes, really soft skin. Man, this this turned me on. And if I were there, Rusty Nail, you know what I'd do? Tell me. I'd make you feel good. You would. And if I were there and I asked you to, would you unbutton my blouse? I've, I've never really done this. This is so fun. <laughs> I, I, I oh, no, 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 we 
we can't lose this guy. Go. Don't worry, they don't lose him. He comes back. <laughs> I, I uh, seem to remember the trucker took it real well when he found out it was a prank, though, right? Oh, yeah. Well, they tell him to meet him at a hotel and bring some pink champagne. And when the prank, prank pays off, they realize this guy's a psychopath mm. killer. Voiced by the great Ted Levine in an uncredited role. Oh. You know him from Silence of the Lambs? He's like, the oh. I, I death me, that guy. Uh, it's really good. Also, a young Walter Goggins is an extra in it. Walton Goggins just Walton, shows up yeah. as a cop wow. in the background of one of the scenes. Love that. It's campy, it's scary, it's a ton of fun, and better than anything, one hour and 37 minutes. Oh. Uh, my second pick this week was a surprise hit at the box office. So I think some people have seen it, but I bring it up and people look at me like uh, they've never heard of it. So it's important that you see 2016's horror thriller, Don't Breathe. Mm. Agreed. All right. It's directed by Federico Alvarez, who first hit the scene with the surprisingly good 2013 remake of Evil Dead. The movie follows three young adults who, in hopes of walking away with a massive fortune, decide to rob a reclusive uh, blind man in their neighborhood. And a veteran, right? He is a veteran. He's a military guy. They end up with more than they bargained for, uh, all set in the depleted city of Detroit. It's a great twist on the homeowner fights back genre that people love. Uh, this is a clip uh, from the trailer that gives you a little feeling of what happens when they run into the homeowner. Yo, I got our ticket out of here. Rumor is this guy is sitting on at least 300K. Boom! That's her guy. Wait, is he blind? We messed up to rob a blind guy, isn't it? Just because he's blind don't mean he's insane, bro. Guys, money's probably in there. Who's there? Stay right there. How many of you are there? <laughs> Man, I just let me go, please. Okay, I swear to God. Uh, I've realized I picked two movies that have the same guy going, oh, how many are there? I'm obviously clearly afraid of people with very deep voices. I need to watch that again. It's Don't very, mess so with good. blind guys, it's man. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Stephen Lang plays the blind man. Um, he might be the only person you recognize in the movie. He has been in a hundred movies, and one of them's Avatar. He was also in 1986 Manhunter, which is also very good. Best part about this movie? One hour and 28 minutes. Nice. <laughs> yeah, have you come across a movie that you want to recommend, but it's too long? No. Oh, you haven't? No, because I like movies that are at the right time length. Gotcha. That's what I do. All right. Last and third pick is a movie a ton of experts consider the most underrated horror movie of all time. This is kind of across the board. If you even Googled underrated horror movie, this is the one that comes up the most. It's uh, universally understood to not have been uh, accepted for the genius that it is. It is a movie from 2001 called Session 9. Anyone know it? I don't think so. Psychological horror movie directed by a guy named Brad Anderson, best known for his 2004 Christian Bale Loses Too Much Weight movie, The Machinist, which I I liked as well. This one stars David Caruso and Josh Lucas, uh, two members of an asbestos removal crew who are on a job at an abandoned mental asylum. What could go wrong? Yeah, what could go wrong? The group starts to experience tension and incidents and disappearances almost immediately while learning more and more about the former patients, right? And they learn them through these tapes that they find of different therapy sessions that happened while the uh, asylum was open and running. This will show you how scary it is. Here's one of the clips of those tapes. Princess, tell me what happened on Christmas 22 years ago in Lowell. Without presents, Mary got a pretty china doll, and Peter got a big old knife. Then what happened? Mary's mommy and daddy went to sleep, and then we played upstairs. Peter turned off the light and 
How scary is that just alone? So great. It's a great movie, Session 9. I'm telling you, no one's seen it. It bombed in theaters, but it's went on to become sort of a hidden gem for horror aficionados. Well, Kristen Schaal? That was not Kristen Schaal. Oh, okay. That was, that was just someone doing a very scary voice. Okay. Best part of this movie, I got to tell you, off top, off top of my head, I could just tell you, one hour and 40 minutes. Right <laughs> on the cusp. Almost, right on the cusp. Yeah, it's right almost on the cusp. too long. 145 is the, okay. you're out. Okay. One, 140, okay. you're on the cusp. Those are the three movies for this week. All of the movies I've suggested so far in October, again, chronicled at krock.com in my get up on this feature. And I remind you, this week, Joyride, Don't Breathe, and Session 9 are my three movies for get up on this. Get up on this. That was Get Up On This. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In all the years, we've been having one of our all-time favorite actresses on the show, Regina King. Um, she's, we've never been more unworthy than today to have her on. Am I right? Mean. It's clear. Yeah, very I, much. I, Before, I mean, she was like, yeah, I win awards. Things are cool. But now it's like, <laughs> yes. my gosh. Yes. It's, it's, it's Elevated insane. to a level that is just... But she's the same. She walked oh. in here. Well, she floated in here. Oh, it is she, a well, she did. She did. <laughs> yeah. Different between yeah. this one and last time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got a, a nice little wake up from Jensen. I did. Yeah. 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 Sorry about that. We're letting him go. You know no, that, know. right? It's my last He's day. been fired. It's my last day. Yeah. You know more about winning uh, Academy Awards than I do. What? Yeah. My understanding is that the when they when they ha- when they hand you the statue, they say, "Okay, now you don't have to do the Kevin and Bead show. Now you're you've graduated. You're past it. You never." have to talk to those guys again and apparently you forgot that because here you are i could never not come and and visit this team i can't say guys nope. oh yeah we yeah. can't do that anymore yeah can't do that anymore yeah people these the, yeah the, these you people but see now that sounds <laughs> yeah, no. that, that sounds wrong too. it does yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i decided when it became you can't say you guys anymore that it, you now can walk in a room and go what's up my bitches <laughs> and that works so go ahead and say you bitches Coming in to visit my bitches. There, there you go. go. All right. We'll take it. We'll take it. And, and Regina, as you, as you walked in, you have been a lifelong K-Rock fan. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Because I know you're born and bred. Born and bred. I don't ever remember not listening to K-Rock. I mean, depending on uh, the day, the time of day, mm-hmm. I am was always going back and forth between K-Rock and K-Day. Same. Yeah, good choices yeah. right there. Yeah. Well, we appreciate your support for sure. So I how- appreciate your support. You guys have always, you know, they, you always make me feel loved up. I mean, it's really tough to get behind you. The most, <laughs> yeah. Maybe one of the most talented people in the world. <laughs> yes. So the, uh, the beautiful thing about being an actor is that you can you get to a point where you can do whatever you want. I would imagine that's where you're at right now, where you can do, you can pick your roles because everybody wants to be in business with Regina King, right? 
Sure. You sit on a throne. <laughs> you sit on the throne, and then if you don't like the pitch, right. off with their heads. And I say that because, I mean, Watchmen gives you the opportunity to do something that is completely different from anything else you've ever done before. And that Man. just must be, that must be, really get your juices flowing as an actor. Bean, I'm trying to tell you, this is like dream come true. Like. Yeah. I, look, you guys probably have not got you haven't gotten a chance to see the pilot yet. Oh, yeah, we saw it. You have, oh, you have never oh. seen her before. No, like, there's no. nothing. No, 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 and so just on the page, she she jumped off the page at me the same way yeah. I feel like people are receiving um, the the role um, when you watch the show. Mm -hmm. But even bigger than that, the show itself is something you've... Bonkers. Bonkers. Yeah. Like, Unreal. Damon has mixed... Damon Lindelof, by mm -hmm. the way, for those who are wondering which Damon <laughs> I am speaking of. <laughs> That's an important uh, distinction. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, how he was able to accomplish this... Mashup of genres in one, you know, in an hour is kind of mind blowing. Because if you said to someone, "It has sci-fi, it has real historical events yes. that we that we are depicting, we, it has a little bit of love, it has humor, it has action," someone would go, "I, I don't." It's not possible. Yeah, it's too, yeah. Much. Yeah. too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, it is so is the, good. And this is the second time you've worked with Damon. The first it time is. you worked on Leftovers with him. It right? is the first time. I, I feel like with this, uh, there's such a world built. Like, more than any TV show I've ever seen before, it's almost, it's a universe where Robert Redford is president. Like, you have to, like, you have to suspend your belief as to the right. things you know about both the comic book Could and the we world. we make that happen in this world, by the way, right now? <laughs> oh, anyone, please. Well, th that's the reason why it's really great to watch the this show. The timing is the timing, scary good. And I think it's really important, because I don't want to give away anything, no spoilers, mm -hmm. but... You watch this first episode, and a lot of people are going to go away. And, you know, people like to get cast judgment early on. Mm -hmm. But please, I just ask of you to to watch all nine. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of things, what you think, yeah. are, are not, you know, what Damon is saying. Mm -hmm. You know? It's worth uh, the journey. It is ooh, really worth the journey. And I think it, you we know... Got we got the first two, and I watched the first one, immediately tweeted, oh my holy hell, Watchmen, <laughs> and I could not press play fast enough to watch the second. And then I got mad when I found out critics already had six of them. I'm like, HBO, can you hook me up? Yeah, because I need more. It is so intense and so good, and I have no idea what's going, going on, on yet. No idea. <laughs> well, and that... I'm trying to figure out in my head, but and then my mind's going all different places. I cannot wait to see how this plays well, out. I, I know uh, people who were, you know, got um, screeners mm -hmm. to see the first two as well, and then they went to the premiere. We just had the premiere um, the other day again. They all Time. it's one long. It's all day. one day. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> but they were there were so many things that they missed. From when they saw it the, the first time, time that sure. they were like, sure. oh, my gosh. And a lot of things start to and, and not to say to the audience out there that, you know, don't watch it because you're just totally not going to get it. Yes, there there are there there are questions that are going to be answered, but then there are going to be new questions. That oh, are posed, for sure. You know, just within the hour. I'm in. Can we I just talk about in. this for a second? And with, I don't know how to do this without spoilers, but do you need? I feel like you need to have a little bit of understanding about Watchmen. I don't. I don't. Mm -hmm. Because okay, I let me just say this. 
you'll get a lot more out of it if you do. I, but maybe just a Wikipedia read. Yes. Even. I don't yes. know if you, have, yeah. you don't have to read the whole oh, comic no, no. book. I'm no. not saying that. See, there's basic. Little, there'll that. be Easter eggs for Uber fans because I, I love the book. Um, and I think if you just read the Wikipedia, maybe you'll catch up on some of the names more than anything. Yeah, that's that's probably right because I did not read. Damon didn't want me to read the um, the comic book mm-hmm. or see. The movie, movie right. uh, w- while we were shooting the pilot, mm-hmm. so and I didn't, and I honored that. Um, but he did give me broad strokes of things that I would, I would, I should know because it takes place thirty years after, sure. yeah. you know the, that um, the comic, the, the comic and, ended. And yeah. we're not saying you need to do a lot of study, and it's a ninety yeah. second, just just no, you know, quickly yeah, yeah, sort of yeah, catch it, up. I mean, on. It would be yeah. helpful. Kevin yeah, watched it, would be helpful. It, so keep that in mind. And loved it. And to Kevin's point, and 90 second, a 90 second read. Yeah. Well, I mean, my 90 second read is 10 seconds for most people. <laughs> <laughs> well, which is probably my 90 second. We're, 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 we're here. We're here. Regina King is here. We'll talk more about Watchmen, which premieres this Sunday night on HBO at 9 o'clock. And we got to get into your character, too, by the yes. way, because it is, as we mentioned, one of the craziest characters you've ever played. Uh, what a uh, pleasure to have Miss King back in the uh, in the studio. We'll take a quick break. Come back more with her right after this on K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. The clock is ticking. We're running out of time. Evil is rising. Second by second, we all cry out. If those words sound familiar to you, you are a Watchmen fan. The rest of us will get on board coming up this Sunday night at 9 on HBO. It's the premiere of Watchmen, which is, uh, I guess, one of the co-creators, Regina King, who's in studio, one of the stars of the show. I guess one of the co-creators, Alan Moore, at one time said that he thought, he believed that this was unfilmable. That could not be could not be translated from the graphic novel. Obviously, you've uh, you've proven him wrong. But did, when you talked to Damon Lindelof about it, was it extremely challenging to make this? Um, well, Damon agrees with that. Actually, um, it's it's interesting because um, Dave Gibbons, who has been um, very supportive of the show, and he's started to um, he's read every script, mm-hmm. but he's starting to watch the episodes that are finished now, and you know his uh, first of all. Anyone that knows Damon knows that everything that you have seen, Lost, Leftovers, Watchmen, the comic book series, the graphic novel, has became a part of his DNA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At, you know, when he first read it as a teenager, it it truly informed the writer he is today. So you would you you can recognize in on both of those shows uh, prior to Watchmen how it the book influenced him. Influenced mm-hmm. him. So. Uh, he turned down uh, making this series twice before oh, wow. he, because he believes the same thing uh, that Alan Moore, uh, uh, what, he, what he said. But Dave Gibbons, I think, puts it best. He calls it, it's not a sequel, it's an extrapolation. Okay. Oh. Well, it's Damon not like they said, take the graphic novel and just put it on the screen. It's not like that. No, at all. no not at, at all. Just the universe, and Damon yeah. said that these nine episodes are standalone. Oh, yes. So that, it's That over? begs the question. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. Also, that's a lot different than Damon Lindelof's history with Lost. Right, uh, yes, right. very yeah. much so. <laughs> but um, let's just, I think never where we are right never? now, never say never. Okay. Uh-huh. I think it's, it's you know, Damon, that Lost experience was, mm-hmm. you know, 
I would say, quite traumatic. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. For all of us. For ev- <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Boom. Which episode of Watchmen do you run into the smoke monster and the polar bear? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's lost. That's still lost. Oh, that is lost, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, tell us about uh, Angela, uh, a.k.a. Sister Knight, Regina. Oh, my gosh. She is, she is a woman that wears many masks. And um, one of the things that I think is so relatable uh, when it comes to Angela being in this alternate uh, uh, history, Mm -hmm. uh, that she kind of represents all of us in regards to the masks and why we put on masks and why we change them all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, who we are at home with our family is different than who we are at the family reunion. Yeah. You sure. know? And 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 in that first episode, and you know, I feel like you see three of her masks, you know, and Sister Knight, of course, is one of them. And she is um an officer of the Tulsa um police force, but uh she's an undercover officer as all of our officers are because of a certain if uh, because of a certain event that took place that um uh, the T- Tulsa Oklahoma decided that the best way to police from here on out is where the police officers um hide their identities to protect what could go wrong there? Yeah. <laughs> what could go wrong? Let's see. As I was watching um, the first episode, and it starts off just in the most devastating way, I thought to myself, oh, my God, I wonder how many people watching this don't know that part of our history. History. No, yeah. A lot of people don't. And that's... So let's take it back to when I first received the script. script. Yeah. I started reading and I read those first five pages and then I closed the script and I'm like, is he doing Black Wall Street? Is (laughs) this the Tulsa Massacre? Yeah. I I just, I had to take a a pause and then I continued reading and I'm like, whoa, what an entry point to this world. And And that was an out and out slaughter, a purge of African Americans in Tulsa in the 20s. Yeah, 1921. Jesus. Wow. Um, do you Was see- your second thought, do I have to go to Tulsa now? <laughs> <laughs> do you see relevance in the story you're telling in this adaptation of Watchmen with 2019 America, Regina? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think as uh, as you watch, the, 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 the we're going to... I hope that people think, whoa... This can what's going on now can really get away from us, mm-hmm. you know, it, and it, has in a lot of ways. It so has far. so far. I mean, like fast and furiously, mm-hmm. you know, like every day you're like, whoa. It's a depressing yeah. amount of reality that really just overwhelms you at yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I think that um, with Watchmen. What makes it digestible is because it's this that that gumbo of genres, mm-hmm. you know, and and kind of like when you know, like when you would listen to Carlin's comedy, you know, when he's he's giving you some straight with straight stuff, but it's with humor, yeah. and so mm-hmm. you're you're getting it and you're taking it in, and you go, wow. Yeah. yeah, and, and you, and you too. kick ass in it, man. You have Thank some fight you. scenes. Yeah, I was going to ask oh. how you feel when you put on that uh, put on that suit. Ooh, and we, I, do you think HBO thought, okay, October twentieth, 
I mean, it's not that much of a costume that would be hard to put together for Halloween. Because that was my first thought. I'm like, I want to be her for Halloween. Same. I am hoping. I am hoping. I said, if I just see one Oh, you person, are going you to just see oh, so many. everyone wants to be you. Everyone. I forgot where I read it, but when you put that on, somebody said that you take over the series like a wrecking ball. Oh, my and gosh. I love that. And just yeah. the posture, yeah, everything. Do you see a chance? Yes. Yeah. Yes. How do you do that? You're the nicest, kindest, sweetest person, and all of a sudden you're kicking ass. Well, that's the thing that's kind of interesting about the masks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I would think that, you know, in a lot of uh, ways, that's what football players yeah. feel like when they put on those pads. Yeah, that makes put, sense. You know, they, you know, what? Because all my life I've been like, what the hell is the black under the eye for? Like, what do you we? But <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like it was for something at one time, mm-hmm. and then it just became part of the, the like armor. Like war paint. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah, war paint. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I feel that I can un- I can understand or mirror that sentiment of putting something on and it just even when you take the bottom part down your whole your whole body changes just by moving that, that aspect yeah. of the mask it is Oh my God, I love Watchmen so much, you guys. Are you saying Regina so King's good. a good actress, Allie? She, you know what? <laughs> she really is. I know. Right, it's before crazy. we run out of time, um, Watchmen, Sunday night, 9 o'clock, HBO. Um, let's talk about your cast as well, Ooh. Regina, because uh, it's unbelievable how many great actors and actresses you have in this, it this thing. It really is. I think, like I said, between all of us, we probably have 150 years of experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? I mean, just Don Johnson alone. <laughs> I mean, that was. Who's great? He is really great. By the way, is he aging backwards? He looks amazing. He really does. He kind of does feel like he's aging backwards. And I have to say, you know, he's he's giving you guys, you know, uh, uh, a gold star for white people aging well. Yeah, well, he's the only one. He and John Stamos. That's it. Yeah, I mean, because they still have, you know, you see the natural. You can say it. White does crack in many ways. But Don Johnson is. Good. Aging like he's black. He looks he is. good. Yes. He is. Um, he really is. That's what my, my quote for the poster. Watchmen. Don Johnson is aging like he's black. Johnson but seriously, you guys, Gene Smart, who we fell in love with all over again oh, with Fargo recently. Oh, wait till recently. you guys see the sight. I, I, I can't I wait. I can't wait. Tim Blake Nelson, who's incredible mm-hmm. in the pilot. Jeremy, Jeremy Irons, Irons is Lord. unbelievable. Francis Fisher is unbelievable. Lou, Lou Gossett. Gossett. We have oh, three Academy Award winners on our that's show. That's right. Crazy. That's know? right. I well. believe you're one of them, Regina. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but the cast, it's there's just there's not a weak link. There's just it, there it really isn't. There's also yeah. not any throwaway characters as far as the writing goes. They're all right. important for a special reason. Also, t- people who listen to K Rock for the music, I honestly was so inspired by the music drops Same. in the show. There's also songs I can't believe are being used on TV. Agreed. Like you'll there's a K Rock song in the second episode yep. that ends it, mm-hmm. yep. and you'll be like, uh, how did they get that? Yep. Yeah. Like and they play, the they music plays the a money. big role. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> music plays a huge role in it. But also, I was thinking the soundtrack. I knew that that was Trent Reznor. Right. I, yeah. I just knew it from yeah. listening to. Oh, that's right. That's oh, right, and just also, ladies, um, <laughs> there is a, another actor that you don't see in the commercials because his face is covered in a lot of um, the uh, the um, 
the uh, trailers, mm-hmm. but Andrew Howard, who is like Red so, Scare, yes, yeah. and so okay. many women are like, when he'd be on set, that would be like the little smattering in the back. <laughs> so damn sexy. Well, I mean, he's from Wales. Yeah, I mean, you get an it's accent, kind of an like that. but he's also yeah. the the dude's dude yeah. too. You know, yeah. like he's like the guy that ladies like and dudes mm-hmm. like like. Yeah. Did you, know? you yeah. did you ever think Regina doing Boys in the Hood? Did you ever think one day you would be acting in a superhero like? You would be a superhero yourself. I always wanted to be, yeah. you know. So I, I guess I, 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 I didn't dream that it was impossible. I would say that I didn't think that I'd be almost forty nine years old <laughs> Dude, when I'm yeah, doing yeah. it. Black but don't hey, crack. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll well, take it. The knees still work, you know. <laughs> I feel like forty nine. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. I feel hey, like we have done our uh, we have done our, our duty to, to to let people know how excited we all are about to watch when it is considered the greatest graphic novel of yeah. all time. It turned comic books upside down and this is a new adaptation that uh, you are not going to want to miss. I think we've told you all the great things we can without spoiling anything about it. Yeah. Regina, congratulations on this. Congratulations on thank everything. You. We love you. And come thank back and see you. us whenever you have time, all right? Uh, thank you for letting me come and roll with my bitches. Yeah. <laughs> thank yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Kevin Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Allie. Bean. What's happening? Have you heard about this uh, Greek golden ratio of beauty? No. Yes. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, uh, you measure eyes, eyebrows, nose, lips, chin, jaw, facial shape to determine the perfect face. Mm -hmm. Is there a head size that you have to fit within? I feel like head is probably... um, the, uh, I didn't even know where you were going. It's probably like the outline of it, uh-huh. but I think it's just when you measure okay. it up according to how the eyes fit, all of that. Right. Yeah, it does absolutely come into play. And uh, this is why this ratio that Allie's talking about is why people like John Hamm and Brad Pitt are considered gorgeous mm-hmm. because they have the perfect ratio of yeah. where all the parts are the right size mm-hmm. and the right symmetrical. distance yes. yeah, symmetrical yeah. and the right distance away from each other. It's it's closest to the ancient Greeks idea of perfection. The ratio dates back all the way to the Renaissance when artists and architects used it in their work. So it's basically solving all those mysteries of what is what makes someone physically beautiful. And, and if you bring you, this like, up, why? I'm bringing this up because, you know, a lot of times people are like, they go into a plastic surgeon and they say, oh, I want my nose to look like this person. I want my mouth to look like this person. Well, now we know who is the nearest to perfection because oh, this person, her face is a 94.35% accuracy to the golden ratio. That's the highest percentage that you can be to the ancient Greeks' idea of perfection. Hmm. And you said this is a woman? It is a woman. Okay, so the the ideal woman, according to the Greeks, mm-hmm. would be um, Honey Boo Boo? Honey Boo Boo is not in the top five. Oh, yeah. catch me outside, girl. She is not in the top five okay. either, shockingly. Um, precious? Not in the top five. Okay. Um, God, I felt like I, I nailed it with that. Yeah, you're uh, you're forgetting yeah, something. I, I have, like. I, I, Who am I forgetting? I have one. Yeah. My sister, Yvette. Uh, Yvette. <laughs> nope, not oh, Yvette. Damn it. The person is Gigi Hadid. Well, she's not ugly. Just kidding. It's Bella. 
What? Oh. <laughs> yep, it's Bella. What are you, sibling oh, rivalry? What are you trying to set up here? I thought, honestly, because I thought Gigi was better looking, so I just assumed it was Gigi. It's Bella. Oh. You're looking at the list. I am. You're literally reading it. I am. <laughs> How did that happen? This whole time I thought it was her until I realized it wasn't. Bella Hadid, huh? Bella Hadid. I just, I think that her sister is, has a... So you're look. almost, you're saying that the, the code doesn't work. I'm saying the golden ratio is wrong. I am going to tell you that I agree with Allie looking at pictures of the Hadid sisters. I would sisters. accept yeah. either one. I, think I, don't Gigi think is, yeah, I don't think anyone's complaining right? about Bella. Yeah. yeah. I think Gigi is, is definitely prettier than her sister. Yes. And I think her parents like her better, too. But do you? I do. Lord. You're basing that on... Just assuming because you would like the prettier one more. Well, let's... Uh, Nobody wants an ugly kid. Let's talk about the rest of the list. Coming in second, Beyonce with 92.44%. Followed by Amber Heard, 91.85%. Ariana Grande with 91.81%. And then... Taylor Swift with 91.64%. These are all people with very different facial structures. But similar bodies, which kind of... Bums. But, this is, but this is just face. I know, no, but just, I'm saying, like, does it play into the idea that they have to have... A, it, it seems weird. I would say Beyonce does not have a simul- similar uh, body to any of these women. Uh, hmm. um, Ariana Grande is... About 18 inches shorter than Taylor Swift. Yeah. Taylor Swift has the body of an 11-year-old boy. Ariana Grande, no, right. So we're just talking about face. Yes, it's I know, just face. Only. By but, the way, you you say that, Kevin, because you auto- automatically poop on everything Taylor Swift related. I bet many women in our audience would love to have Taylor Swift's body. Oh, she, well, she's a gorgeous woman. Mm-hmm. I just think... That, I just don't find that body type where you don't have any curves at all mm-hmm. interesting in any way. Wow, you just really upset a lot of women in the audience that are like, listen, you can't fake curves. Sorry about that, Kevin. (laughs) I'm sorry women don't live up to your standards, Kevin. Sorry, Kevin, when you look at me, you don't see breeding hips. Kevin Kevin home just feeding people mayonnaise. (laughs) Get more like what I want. Start doing squats. I need some semblance of my butt. More carbs, woman. I need to know when I look at your hips that you can have my baby. I'm just saying she's not attractive. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Taylor Swift is not atta- attractive. She is attractive. Is Kevin's hot take. No. I mean, we also yeah. have Dave in the next room who thinks that Angelina Jolie is ugly. Well, that's right. So we work with monsters. Oh, that's monsters. absurd. Okay. Yeah, that's we absurd. work with monsters. Of course, this whole time I thought it was Gigi. Well, so I, uh, I apologize. You found out with all of us. <laughs> Sorry, Molly, I, know we, I know we don't have time uh, now, but is there, uh, is there the mail um, article as well about... Who, who is closest to the, the Greek standard? Yes, Bean. And you came in number one. No, no, no. In, in the article, do they did they just do it for women or is there one for men as well? Just uh, women in the okay. I just found it. Number one is Penjolette. It's oh, so weird. Okay. Wow. Yeah, Penjolette, number one. Fat pen, pen or, or thin pen? Oh, no, thin pen. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a body type. Everyone has the same. Right. It's uh, just, just the face <laughs> is what this is. It's measuring eyes, eyebrows, nose, lip, chin, jaw, and facial shape. Oh, why didn't you see that up top? I did. I did. I didn't hear it. Of course, I also thought I was talking about Gigi <laughs> right. Hadid the while whole reading time. It. While reading it, I was like, it's Gigi Hadid. Wait, nope, this says Bella. That's weird. I think I literally saw Bella Hadid and I just pictured Gigi in my right. head. You rejected it. Yeah. I rejected it across the own, board. Yeah, you have your own system. That's madness. Again, though, both 
both way up there. Both are doing Regardless. all right, yeah. you guys, in the face uh, category. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to talk about some uglies coming up. Yes. Yeah, next time. Something a little more relatable. Yeah, stay tuned this. for some uh Makes me feel better. Yeah. Some birthdays for you. We've got Wyclef Sean, Mike Judge, Norm McDonald, Michael McKeon, and Eminem. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Remember the Regina Bell times? Oh, oh, I, I remember the Regina King times. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different person. I can't believe he did that. But you're bringing up an R&B singer that was popular in the 80s. But by the way, it's not the first um, time he's Kevin done it. Kevin is now back against the wall, <laughs> killing himself laughing. <laughs> you're really into that Aladdin soundtrack, man. Oh, Regina Bell. Wow. Wow. Hey, uh, wow. Yeah, she was delightful when she was uh, Regina wow. King when she was here last hour. Uh, wow. Guys, uh, about uh, 10 minutes from right now, we will the invite... Regina George times? <laughs> we will invite you to call in to sing your way into our breakfast with Green Day in the HD Radio Sound Space. We're going to be playing Listener Rokey. Don't call now. Eh, I guess you could call now, but in about 10 minutes or so, we'll Remember open up Regina the Regina Hall. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's, fun. that's fine, Allie. So that is coming up first, though. <laughs> Thursday at this time means it's time for our good friend, R.J. Bell. Because he's R.J. Bell. R.J. Bell. That's where I got it. R.J. Bell. Everybody. <laughs> now it makes sense. The uh, wheels are coming off the show, you guys. In real life, maybe you're even right. Maybe she should change your name because that's true. R.J. Bell you know? is the founder of Pregame.com, the exclusive odds provider for the Associated Press. And he joins us every week at this time live from Las Vegas to talk NFL. Mr. Bell, how are you, sir? Hello. hello. Sounds like a lot of fun going on. <laughs> yes, I apologize that, that you had to hear any of that. <laughs> Listen, I know we like to get right to, uh, first of all, congratulations back on your winning ways with another winning week last week, two and one. Um, well, Hold on a second. You're yes. saying we like to get right to the pit. No. If I lose, you want to spend 20 minutes on that. That's now, another yes, winning goes, yeah. league. Let's get right back that to is, the pit. Yes, that that's is how it goes. true. Happy we agree. But because uh, because of something so unusual that happened last week, we do need to revisit it because you had the San Francisco Rams game correct. You had the Vikings-Eagles game correct. What went wrong with your Packers-Lions pick? Well, I tell you, um, as I think you guys are aware, yes. at the end of the game, it shows – how this can be based on which side you had either so joyous so unexpectedly or it can be downright heartbreaking explain what happened well at the end of the game and let's just keep it simple okay green bay could have scored a touchdown and covered and it would have led to another perfect week three and oh right right instead it was the smart play, though. Let's acknowledge. Agreed. The Green Bay guy fell down. They were able to run out the clock, kick a late field goal, but did not cover the spread. This is why. And Williams. Oh. Detroit was trying oh. to let him score. <laughs> Detroit was going to try to let him score. Green Bay of yesteryear. Yeah. Watch the defenders of Detroit. They're going to try to let him score. Nobody's trying to tackle him. But number 30, Jamal Williams, does a really good job. Gets down. And now the Packers can run the clock down and kick the game-winning field goal. 
At what point in that were you crying? <laughs> you know, I got to be honest with you. When you're all, if it, if the choice is perfect or almost perfect, <laughs> you want to be perfect. But it's not the end of the world. I'll tell you this. I always think of the kids. I can't lie. Sure. I'm imagining the car right now. They're going, Mommy, if RJ went two and one and he wins almost every week, why are they mean to him? <laughs> That's just what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, you're right. From a football perspective, he did the right thing because you score that touchdown. Then there's too much time on the clock. But we felt for you, RJ, because you clearly, uh, you know, we, that mean, was unexpected. I know sure. we've got to get to the picks. But i I got a question. You guys, Let's just assume you guys have... What's a good estimate of the of, of the listeners? Twelve, fifteen. I'm going to say a hundred thousand, just to keep it simple. I sure. think it, I think it's more than that. Okay. okay. Imagine if only ten percent of them bet, which I think is probably a low estimate. Right. Uh huh. That would be ten thousand. If each one bet even ten dollars, that means your audience swung a hundred thousand dollars, and you guys are cackling, laughing at their we're, losing. No, we're giving. We're, we have sympathy for you. For it doesn't whatever. sound not, like it. No, doesn't we're not sound calling. Like it. Can you guys let me know when the math is over? <laughs> <laughs> no, we are telling. We are pointing out how difficult your job is because is. there's no way to have predicted that would have happened. That's what we're saying, RJ. But you we're don't make your it any, side. You don't make it any we're easier. On, I you're you're on your side. We're saying it's not your fault. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Week uh, Seven's games here. Uh, I'm very disappointed in you with your big dog. You've got the Ravens plus three and a half at Seattle at my five and one Seattle Seahawks. What's going on? See, the fact that you said five and one is the whole point here. Seattle has had, in my opinion, a surprisingly good year. I'm probably a pessimist on them generally. I don't like Seattle as much as their record maybe says, but you know they're feeling good about themselves. Baltimore isn't. They've done okay. They just haven't lived up to expectations. Next week, they have a bye. Last week, the Cincinnati Bengals, which we also call a bye. So now (laughs) it's a situation where they got one game to really put their focus on over three weeks. It's going to be this one, and we're getting the hook. Three and a half, Baltimore big dog. By the way, I will say, despite the 5-1 and one record of the Seahawks, they've had to come back to win four out of those five victories in the fourth quarter. So they have not exactly been blowing people out. All right, your best bet is the New York Giants minus three over Kevin's Arizona Cardinals. That's What's the right the deal? choice right there. Yes. <laughs> What's the deal here? <laughs> I love this game, and here's why. Arizona, let's give them credit, has won two straight after a winless start. Last week, though, and this is technical, so I'll keep it really high level, the the defense Atlanta played really was positive for Arizona. It was just a matchup edge. So in a way, you can kind of say, okay, a little less credit than they deserve, but everyone's excited, or a little, a little less credit than people's given them, but everyone's really excited about Arizona. The Giants, they had Eli in, remember? Well, Eli didn't do well at all. Then they brought Daniel Jones in. He did well the first game, but since then, their very best player, Barkley, a running back, has been out. This is the first game they're going to have both Barkley and Daniel Jones. I think that's going to help on the field, but the energy level of this team, I think it helps. They're only laying three at home, which means these are even teams. The Giants are better than Arizona. We'll lay the three at home. Giants, best bet. RJ Bell in Las Vegas, founder of pregame.com, talking about week seven of the NFL. Uh, Big game of the week is the Bears and the New Orleans Saints. This is another close one. Yeah, line is three. We're going with the Bears, and I cannot not say it, Teddy Bridgewater has surprised me. I've gone, the the backup quarterback for the Saints has won four straight games. I've been a pessimist. But what I am more than anything is I'm stubborn. So I'm going again <laughs> against the Saints and, I'm, and, and, and I think it's a motivational edge for Chicago. You might recall 
two weeks ago, they got beat in London. The thing about those London games, they get a lot of attention. A lot of people watch them because they're earlier. They're by themselves, and they got dominated by the Raiders. No one expected that. NFL teams that get embarrassed, two things happen. The public goes against them. Ooh, no more of that. And the team, they want to redeem themselves. That combination is usually good, so we're going to go with Chicago laying the three. All right, so here's the picks again. Baltimore Ravens plus three and a half at Seattle. The Giants minus three over Arizona. Chicago Bears minus three over New Orleans Saints. RJ is all over your internet, by the way. You can follow him on Twitter at RJ in Vegas. The website is pregame.com. He's got the RJ Bell Dream Preview podcast on iTunes and the daily radio show straight out of Vegas with RJ Bell three to four on Fox Sports Radio. Again, we're on your side, RJ. We're saying you're good. I want to make sure you understand that. six, man. You're killing it. You know, usually I perceive things accurately. I I feel ambivalent right now. (laughs) Okay, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, RJ. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. It's time to play Listener Rokey. Listener Rokey. So it's as simple as just you sing your favorite Green Day song, and it's battle style. If you if we like you, um, you stay on hold all the way to the end. If somebody comes along that impresses us more, you get bumped, and they are the current leader. So who's our first contestant, please? First up is Alexander from Pasadena. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. What you going to sing for us? I'm going to sing Welcome to Paradise for y'all. All right, great choice. We're looking forward to it. All right, here I go. The sudden fear has left me trembling Cause now it seems that I am out here on my own And I'm feeling so alone Pay attention to the cracked streets and the broken homes Okay, alright Let me just say this he, the dude sounds exactly yeah. like Billy Joel. Yes. This, this, is, might be Billy this is a Billy. This is a rough start for everyone else. <laughs> yes, that is Alexander. This, be... this is Billy in disguise. Billy, right? this yeah, is not cool. Goal. It not sounds cool. like you're, you're trying to win your Billy. way in your own breakfast. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, All right. Sorry, everybody else. Yeah, gonna be hard I, yeah, to I don't want to have to follow Alexander, but uh, let's see if Sarah can try in Anaheim. Hey, Sarah. Hey, what's up? Bad news for you. Oh, <laughs> you'll be great, Sarah. I don't know. I can't beat Billy Joe, so it's yeah, just... Yeah, you can't <laughs> out Billy Joe, Billy Joe. What song are you going to be doing for us? I am going to do Basket Case. Well, right. beca- because the rules say we have to, we will pretend to listen to that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me. It all keeps adding up. I think I'm cracking up. Am I just paranoid? Am I just dumb? I'm just going to say. Any other week. Pretty uh, good. Other week. That's any really other good. Week. That's really good. Yeah. It's really good. My my vote is so Alexander. Yeah. Sorry, Sarah. I'm so I agree with sorry, Jensen. Sarah. Any other week. Yeah, she yeah. would have been tops. Yeah, she's really, really good. All right. All right. It's a tough one. Let's go to Tiffany in Long Beach. Good morning, Tiffany. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We are looking for people to join us to help interview Green Day, listen to some music in the HD Radio Sound Space. What Green Day song do you want to sing? I'd like to do Brain Stew. All right. We'd like to hear it. Okay. I'm having trouble trying to sleep. I'm counting sheep but running out. As time ticks by and still I try 
No rats or crap stops in my mind. On my own, here we go. I mean, that's different interpretation little, of the song, but I liked Disney, it. Almost Disney princess-esque. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tiffany, what could have been. Yeah. I'm oh, so sorry. Oh, file it. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Come on. I'm proud of that. I yeah. know. That's I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Tiff. I think it's still Alexander, yeah. but it's not your fault. You're no. awesome. You're awesome. All right, Richard in Los Angeles. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Tough competition here this morning. You know what you have to do. What green song are you going to sing? I'm going to be singing Jesus of Suburbia. Ooh, will you sing it all? Nah, I don't think uh, we have time for that. We don't have time for that. I would like to hear all nine minutes, minutes of it. You guys. I mean, if you're if you're that good, <laughs> let's hear it all. All right, Richard, good luck. That's it. All right. <clears throat> I'm the son of rage and love. The Jesus of Suburbia, the Bible of none of the above. On the steady diet of go to pop and little and no one ever died for my sins in hell. Okay. Right. I don't. I actually don't need all nine minutes. Are I people, actually could use all nine minutes. Are people He's supposed great. to be good? I What's happening? The, I thought the bit is that people are bad. Wow. <laughs> oh no. I this thought is, he was great. I did too. Huh. But was he better than Alexander? Uh, yeah. You're gonna hear a hot take from me. I'm going Richard. I'm going Richard. Really? Yeah. 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 I think I'm going Alexander Bean. I hate to say Roger it. Hater. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, I'm still Alexander. All right, so oh, Muggs, no, Muggs, Muggs you're is, the tiebreaker. They both sound like Billy Joe. Oh, yes. God, uh, I like Richard because you can call him Dick as well. So All let's right. go, Richard. That sounds All like right. a fair that's way to That's a ridiculous answer. Thank but you. okay. That's worked out for me. Alexander was so good. He just got booted. Yeah. Maybe Richard Kick, should take Alexander. Kick to the curb. All right. Well, let's. Uh, let's okay. Do we have time for at least one more? Yeah. yeah. Let's go to Jacob in Alhambra. Good morning. What's up, guys? R.I.P. Bean. Uh, I'm still alive and I'm fine. He's a, uh, he's a legend we lost. Jacob, I didn't think that somebody was going to come along and beat contestant number one, but Richard is the current champion unless you can dethrone him. What song are you going to sing? Oh, yeah. I'm going to be singing Minority. That is racist. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. I pledge allegiance. To the underworld, one nation underdog, there of which I stand alone. A face in the crowd, and sung against the mold. Without a doubt, singled out the only way I know, cause I wanna be the minority. Okay. Also good. We do the, It's like if Green Day met Lamez. It's <laughs> <laughs> very weird. It makes me feel like Billy Joey yeah. can be replicated by almost anyone. Oh, rest in peace, Billy Joey. <laughs> the reason we do this game is to make fun of people that can't sing. Yeah. Yes. What's happening? Yes. And everybody it's has been ridiculous. good today. So Jacob better than Richard or no? No, I'm mm-hmm. still with Richard. But Jacob's very good. Any other week, like very I said. Good. Yeah, I still yes. want Dick. <laughs> if um, if uh, Billy Joe gets sick that day, we'll just Seriously. have we'll just have one of our listeners fill in. All right, I think we're out of time, you guys. No, I, I want to hear everyone. Sing. I know, I know, but look at the clock. I think uh, our man Richard, uh, Richard in L.A. Congratulations, you're joining us for breakfast Ooh. with Green Day. Awesome, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll, we'll continue to give away tickets every hour, all day long today, starting at 9 a.m. An additional chance to win at KRock.com. Thanks for playing Listen to Rookie. Listen to Rookie, listen to Rookie. Thanks for playing our game. Listen to Rookie, listen to Rookie. You thought them were lame. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Kevin. You have a new hero. Well, you know, I'm not sure he's my hero. You know how um, you start 
some things make you angry immediately, mm-hmm. and then it just escalates. Yeah. And somehow, partway in, you're not even you anymore. You've lost it. You're <laughs> going crazy, and you can't reel yourself back in. Okay. Yeah. There's a man in Ohio who called the police to complain about the police stealing his weed. Oh, no. Okay. He's calling the police, and he's saying, you guys stole my weed. I want it back. Now, this is where? What state? Ohio. And and is the problem there that weed is not legal yet in Ohio? That is correct. Okay, gotcha. He believes it is, however, but he he calls the uh, police office and just starts talking. Sharonville Police, this is Cindy. Hi, I need to do a complaint about two Sharonville cops. They stole my weed last night. Okay, let me have you talk to a supervisor. All right. She knew. Right? Hello? (laughs) Hi, uh, is this a sheriff? This is Sergeant Mark Duddleson with the Sharonville Police. How can I help you? I had two cops come here last night and steal my f-ing weed, and I want it back. What's your first name? Yeah, I was I was staying at a hotel last night at the night at the time, and my wife had my f-ing weed in their purse, and the mother f-ing cops took it. It was only like four grams, but it was really good f-ing weed. It was a small amount, but it was really, yeah, it was really perfect. good. You which, it, which explains his, uh, his, I think, justifiable outrage. <laughs> yeah, he's furious. And from what I know, 100 grams is cool, right? Or am I wrong? You are wrong. I'm wrong. What do you mean by that? You- okay, now, is he done? Like, does he go, oh, oh, oh you know whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, it is yeah. illegal. I'm talking to the much. police now saying that I have yeah. weed, so yeah. maybe I should back off. Yeah. I, I stepped in it. I should apologize and hang up the phone. Yeah. And I'm wrong. What do you mean by that? Do you think it's cool? What, where did you get that information What, what are you from? talking about? 100 grams is legal. Am I wrong? No, it's not. What county is this? This is in Hamilton County. <laughs> Hamilton County, 100 grams is legal. One hundred percent convinced. He's, still, he's still, <laughs> still telling him who needs weed more than this guy. <laughs> Honestly, they should have let him have it. I mean, they should have brought to him, him some. Here, take it. Right? But get out of our. Get out of God, our ah, it's not. I'm just here to tell you that it's not. What do you mean it's not, dude? Where have you been the past two months? I love it. Now he's mm-hmm. insulting. Oh yeah. man. Oh, how? What's wrong with you? You're stupid. <laughs> I know. I'm right here, dude. Don't try to fuck me like a dog. If you'd like to come down and yeah. file a complaint against these officers, you can do it in person. No, bullshit. I want my feedback. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is this real? Yes, it's real. Oh, my gosh. It's real, and this dude is not backing down. And it happened at, like, 2.30 last night. Did they say any weed? Or I guarantee you they put it right in their f***ing pocket. Okay, well... Uh, yeah, what, man, I'll what? take this as far as you want to go. Right? He has quadrupled down I'm going to throw down with you in a second if you want me to. Good Lord! If you think you're going to f*** me around with this bull, dude, you're f***ing wrong. I'm just going to go over your f***ing head. I want uh, my mother f***ing weed back. Can you stop talking for a second? Okay. What? What hotel were you at? I don't know. Some hotel in Sharonville. He doesn't even doesn't know, know the hotel he was in. That's how good the weed was. <laughs> By the way, has this guy forgotten the part of the conversation where the officer told him it wasn't legal? <laughs> yes, but he thinks the officer's dumb. Yeah. Okay. He Where's he been the Where past have you two been? Months? What's wrong with you? All right, so the, the caller knows the law better than the yes. police. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yes. But I woke up in the morning. I asked my wife where my mother weed was, and she said the cops came and took it. So the police officers took it from your wife? Yeah. Okay, what's your wife's name? Hey, I'm not trying to get all this information out, man. I just <laughs> Why want not? my 
Feedback. He, was, he doesn't want to snitch on himself. Right? <laughs> What's your wife's? He won't give any information. No. What's your name? What hotel did you stay at? Yeah. What's your wife's name? Nothing. He's getting very close to Victor Fuentes' territory here, he by the way. Very close. Uh, too much information. <laughs> What's your wife's name? Uh, Marilyn Manson is my wife's name. <laughs> All right, now. Interesting. All right, question. Is this all fake? I don't think so. No, I think. Or that- is he able to be funny in that moment? No, I think he's just making up a name, like Marilyn being, Manson, because yeah. he doesn't want he doesn't to want get to in trouble it. with the police. Yeah, yeah he doesn't he's want to give them a like, real. Does he sound like he cares about getting in trouble with the police? He's talking well, to an idiot look, cop that doesn't understand the law. He's not making any sense here, Kevin. No. But I, but I think he is trying not to get in trouble. Yeah. He wants to mouth off to the cop, but he doesn't want to actually end up giving them enough information to find him and arrest him. BT Dubs just looked up the ordinance. Mm-hmm. New yeah. ordinance allows people within the city of Cincinnati to freely possess 100 grams. <gasps> they will not be fined or charged with the crime. But is that technically his or is it some sort of technicality that's not in his county? In, in uh, all I other reports, Hamilton like, County and yeah. this came up for Cincinnati. Wow. Well, I don't know. Are we For when? He has a point? Are we this thinking was, he's right and the cop is wrong? This story was June 13th of 2019. Where have you Where been the last been couple of months? Couple months. <laughs> oh, my God, he's right. But when it passes, does it immediately go into law, or does it wait for, like, sometimes it, the next calendar year or whatever? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's... I'm just trying to figure out, like, I don't... if he's really right. It sounds like maybe he is. Sounds like someone's his drug dealer. Right? <laughs> Either way. Okay, but cool. anyway, back to my... Point and why I called you for your help. How do you think it's possible that you call me and be completely unreasonable, and then I can't have a conversation with you and you Sir, expect any kind I'm of result? I'm not trying to be unreasonable to you. Okay, what's your wife's you, name? Answer me the simple question. What's your wife's Did name? Did any Sharonville cops turn in any weed last night? Okay, so he does mm-hmm. have a very specific point, which is they took mm-hmm. the weed, but he doesn't think they turned it in. No, it's in their pocket. They just stole yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So did anyone turn it in, as if this guy's going to be he able to... He has an angle. Yeah, yeah, he does, yeah. They I didn't. Mean, they took my weed and they stuck it in their <laughs> pockets. Yeah, but anyway, I can tell this is a losing situation. Just now. Just yeah. now you can tell. Just click. Right yeah. now he's like, you know what? I don't feel like it's, this is going anywhere. Not working. I might have to bail. I mm-hmm. just want you to look into it. Last night, 2.30, there were two <laughs> cops here that stole my weed. Yeah, and that's it. You have a good evening, sir. Thank you. All right. Hangs up. Now. Question. Yeah. He didn't see the cops. He just asked his wife. Yeah, his right? wife smoked she all said that. His wife was yeah. high as hell, right? Yeah. Hey, wait, babe, where's my weed? Uh, uh, cops took it? The, cops, cops? Cops? Cops, I also ate all the Doritos in the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I was really bummed out that I was out last uh, Thursday doing England stuff in England, and I missed you guys having the opportunity to talk to the eagle himself from the Masked yes. Singer. Yeah. Dr. Drew. That was unbelievable, Dr. Drew. You pulled the wool over the entire nation, my friend. That must have been so much fun. It was fun. That was actually my intent going in, to, to mess with Ken and Jenny and to, uh, you know, it, I thought it would just be a, a fun. It's just part of the game. Very but, cool. By the way, he had to pour some sugar on me set for the next week, and he wouldn't, <laughs> and he wouldn't sing any of it for so us, Bean. <laughs> what a bummer. Yeah. Um, is is and it okay? Way, I just got to tell you, I, with one thing that sticks in my, as soon as the, my reveal came, like three tweets in, Allie, no! <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Drew was on the show for 11 minutes. Yeah, stood yes. out for me. It's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> so cool. Well, congratulations. And uh, I don't want to spoil it for folks who haven't watched last night's episode, but apparently no one was surprised who the skeleton was. No one. 
Like yeah. everybody knew who the skeleton was. Well, I guess the, the, the clues were a little too, too close yes, to the Yes, exactly, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, listen, Drew, um, this is what we had scheduled to talk to you about last week because uh, this did not make it as a big story, but I happened to see your tweet to Taylor Swift uh, a few day uh, a few days before that, and it said, I had PRK three years ago, and I'm still dealing with miserable symptoms. I feel your pain. It really is disabling, and Optho is fairly cavalier about it. And I had to do a little research because I was unfamiliar with the term PRK, but apparently that is a type of or an alternative to LASIK surgery? Exactly. It's sort of a more aggressive form for people with certain kinds of corneal structures. And I was sort of uh, sold it in a way. I mean, my ophthalmologist was like, the only, only potential side effect is keratoconus. I'm like, I literally said, that's the only problem you guys have with this? He said, that's it. He goes, actually, he went, hey, I give people vision. I don't make people sick. I went, all right, <laughs> oh, let's go, wow. do, this. Let's isn't go that, do it. Isn't that a red flag from a doctor, though? <laughs> I, not, not but here. I just thought he would tell me, just huh. list through the potential so I could think about it. And he said, that's the only one. That's one I figured I wouldn't get. And I said, all right, let's go ahead. And uh, to this day, I'm still dealing with And I saw the video of Taylor Swift, and I identified so strongly with it. I just felt compelled to write something. Mm-hmm. Just Even if she didn't see it, if other people are going through this or contemplating it, it, she is not being dramatic. That is what it feels like to have that procedure. Drew, I don't know if you heard about the anchor woman in Detroit. I did. She it, she had a, a procedure LASIK. Didn't know she had PRK. She PRK. Had the same thing um, I had. She did. Yeah. She had the same thing. Um, she was off work for weeks, really struggling with the recovery of it, and wound up killing herself. Killing wow. herself. God. And people... and I went back to my ophthalmologist and I went, I've been telling you how miserable this is. I've thought about it. I would never. I, I understand how you could think about that. I couldn't understand how you could do it. But it gets so painful and so miserable. I thought about it. <laughs> and he stopped me. He goes, um, are, you, are you now saying that? Yeah, of course. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Go, no, I'm not God. saying that. I'm just saying you guys are cavalier about this, and that's how bad the symptoms are. I, I completely can relate okay. to that woman, too. Dr. Now, Rue, in my mind, LASIK basically is all there is, and I'm sure they worked out all the kinks. That was my thinking yeah, about the whole thing. Same. And the impression you get is it takes 20 minutes and you're driving in an hour. I mean, that's the they make it sound like there's no recovery time and it works great every for, time. For LASIK, that's generally the case, uh, though dry eye can come with LASIK, supposedly more than with PRK. But they told me the same thing. They went, literally, they went, um, yeah, it's a little more involved than LASIKs. Maybe two days where you're, like, looking through a, a, a cloud, like a mirror, like a cloudy mirror or, like, rain on your glasses. No big deal. You'll be driving in two days. Oh, my God. It, what, it what's, was, the, what's the advantage of doing PRK over LASIK if the side effects are worse? Uh, you, you just can't do I don't know what the technical issues are, but you really can't do the LASIKs when your corneas are thin, apparently. Oh, and, I see. So it's a different kind of uh, it, uh, damage. It, you, it, gotcha. it, rather than the slits, they actually take the cornea off and grow it back. How are you now, Dr. Drew? And how long? It's been three years. How do you feel now? I, I'm still bad. better. I'm certainly better, but I have to soak my eyes three oh, times a day. I have to really? Really, twice a day. I have drops all the time. Really? In, in my eyes. And nights are still kind of an issue. I wake up sometimes with razor blades. You know, oh. my, my eyelids become like razor blades. I'm That's sorry, you said three years? Oh, you. my God. God. Three years? Three years. And there's no, no, well, no, it's been two years and about two months. And a friend of mine had it done, and she insisted that three years it does get better. So I'm hopeful. <laughs> oh, my and there's, goodness. There, there's no, recov- there's no like, fix, correction. There's nothing. It's just that's what the surgery is. It, it, once you get the – you damage this, the corneal nerve, which is what gives the feedback to your, your oil glands and your tear glands to properly create the layers to protect your eye. 
and something is screwed up now. I, they didn't test my, they're supposed to do something called a Shermer's test, which is a test for dry eye before the procedure. Of, you know, again, who knows? Maybe I would have gone forward with it anyway. It's, it won't happen to me. But they didn't do any of that. And it's been, it's been quite a thing. Okay, dumb wow. question, Dr. Drew. You went through all of that, yet you still wear glasses. I, because I read so damn much, I, I read all day long, so the top is blank and the bottom. They don't tell you that they screw up your reading, you know, if you're older. <laughs> my age. Oh, terrible oh my God. surgery. What the hell? Terrible surgery. Did you get this done with a guy in the back of a van? Yeah. yeah. Why are your no, doctors in Tijuana, fine, Drew? This was a fine, listen, the procedure was <laughs> impeccable. But that's the complications a, that's, yeah, that's, that's great. It's perfect. But, but but here's the deal. I do lots of dermatology, and I had really good close vision. I could put my nose up to a skin lesion and really look at it. I now I have to get a magnifying glass out. It's oh ridiculous. Oh my god! And you're probably going to go blind. No, I'm not going to go blind. And by the way, I like the bean goes right to worst case. <laughs> having said all that, it's pretty glorious having your vision back. Oh yeah, it sounds glorious. Yeah, it really it does. Like a lot of fun. Waking great. up at night with razor blades Drew, sounds really good. True. With LASIK, you have to have it redone every twenty years. That's like a thing, right? Yeah. Is that the same with what you had? I believe not. This one is a little more sustained, and anyone going through it would never do it a second time. Yeah, that's right. Right. yeah because right around the 20-year mark is when it starts getting good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. But anyway, well, so you understand why when I saw Taylor Swift and people were making fun of her. Uh, first of all, I hate the mobs. I always want to address mobs when they develop. And I really felt bad for her. And that. she may have more problems like oh, I did, and man. she needs to be ready for that. That is. Uh, I mean, but this video that they released, it was sort looked like it was right after she had the procedure I, that could i feel like that for three days oh, oh wow gosh. all right well i'm never going to get lasik or prk you've just talked me out of both of them dr nice. drew nice. uh by the way dr drew.com <laughs> is where you want to go to find out all the live appearances including i understand you did the corolla cruise how is that in a few words it, uh, remarkably fun uh, great okay group. all right yeah. uh great uh, bunch of podcasts up including a felicia day by the way who's one of our favorites on the dr drew podcast uh and uh, don't forget um 790k abc from noon till three today and every weekday and you can download the heel app of the app store or google play to have a doctor in the comfort of your own home glad you're uh, hanging in there dr drew thanks for sharing your experience we'll talk to you next time thanks guys thank you bye it's kevin and bean on k-rock k-rock k-r-o-q hey Allie. hi bean what do you have? Uh, what do you have left for us today? I've got some stuff. Okay. Want some stuff? I want some stuff. Sir Elton John has offered up his opinion on Disney's remake of The Lion King, and he loved it. He did not. Oh. Um. Sure. It's you know, past Frozen is the highest grossing animated film of all time. Did really well. Pulled in an insane amount of money. It's not like this is going to have any influence on anyone ever. No. No. <laughs> but he wants to be heard. Uh, uh, we should say he did music for the original Lion King, yeah, right? That he was composed and performed uh, songs on the original soundtrack. Oh, oh yeah, the original. Okay, yeah. Elton John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How talented yeah. he was! Yeah. So good. Right? You'd understand why he's so possessive of it. Yeah, he killed top it. of his game. 1994 yeah. was just a big time for all of us. I think then. he won an Oscar for "Can You Feel the Love Today." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's uh, here's what he said. Um, just a little less than impressed with the finished product. He said the new version of The Lion King was a huge disappointment to me <laughs> because I believe they messed the music up. Music was so much a part of the original, and the music in the current film didn't have the same impact. The magic and joy were lost. 
The soundtrack hasn't had nearly the same impact in the charts that it had 25 years ago when it was the best-selling album of the year. The new soundtrack fell out of the charts so quickly, despite the massive box office success. I wish I'd been invited to the party more, but the creative vision for the film and its music was different this time around, and I wasn't really welcomed or treated with the same level of respect. And that makes me extremely sad. And how, get off my lawn. How dare you make Elton John sad, first of all. So <laughs> I, I he's side not wrong, with Elton. by the way. The no. soundtrack didn't exactly stick. No. Did he's you not see wrong about any of this. my favorite petty person in the world, Billy Eichner? Oh, no. <laughs> what did Timon say? He tweeted, I also really love this score. And it's a picture of the soundtrack to Nomeo and Juliet that Elton John also did. Ooh, petty. <laughs> I think he was just alluding to the idea that maybe soundtracks aren't always good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but 94 sucks. Sure. Soundtrack to The Lion King was incredible. It's no no Matata. Listen to that lady, mm-hmm. right? Right. Oh, Bean, where are you moving to? What well, is what's happening? Wrong? What, what, what's the problem? Over there in Britain. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about their uh, new reality show? What now? It's called... uh, I believe I'd like to hear the what now in a British accent. <laughs> Please, just get us in the mood. What now? Thank you. <laughs> Much better. How's it getting worse? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is called Meet the Family, but meet is spelled M-E-A-T. Go on. No, you're not going to love it. Oh, I'm not. Very, okay. very different from what you're thinking. <laughs> okay. It's asking families to adopt and raise animals that might soon go to slaughter. Oh, oh no. no. Unless they pledge to stop eating meat for good. If they don't, they're forced to eat their new pet. Oh, oh no, no. This is a no, terrible show. No. The program is challenging four families to treat this animal like a member of the family for three weeks. <laughs> and then they're asked, you know, how can you cuddle your dog when you're putting another animal in the oven. The first episode of Meet the Family involves a lamb, a pig, a chicken, and a calf. In the end, they have to decide whether they put the animal in the oven or they send it to a sanctuary to live among other rescued livestock. And then they claim they're not going to eat that animal anymore. Yes, essentially. I mean... a terrible idea. It is a terrible idea. I guess the point is they're trying to get people to think more, more... Closely about where food comes from. Yeah, right? yeah, and the reality of the animal's journey from you know field to plate. The animal goes through a lot, and they want to make sure people know. Like, this feels icky, really, you guys. It feels disgusting. It feels really I'm icky. Chicken, I'm quack quack quacking. Yeah. I mean, if you if you have a calf that you're taking care of for three weeks, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think there's any way you you chop it up and eat it. I just don't. I, mean, I don't think you have to chop it up yourself, do you? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen all the details on the okay. show. <laughs> There's that's a the knife. Spin, that's the spinoff show, Chopped Meat. I mean, I would. I don't know. It's a crazy reality show. Yeah. Maybe you have to kill the animal yourself. I don't know. Now we all want to watch it. No, well, they do say no. they, they put the animal in the oven. Maybe, maybe that's. Oh my I, God. I can't. You have to listen to it scream. Like, <laughs> seems like the show is torture now. Yeah, it's a lot. Tonight on a very special episode of Meet the Family. <laughs> But see, Look, we spell meat, M-E-A-T. I got a pig, a piglet, really, 30 years ago, and I knew 15 minutes into it that I would, would never be able to eat another pig. I mean, it's, so it, it's maybe, pretty impactful. Maybe this will work for people. <laughs> Did I sell it or yeah, what? I, I like solid, my, my meet the family idea was way better. By yeah, the way. I feel like it definitely would have been. That's pretty, you can find that on the internet, dude. It doesn't need to be on TV. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
Yikes. Um, this is my favorite because we were talking about it yesterday. Kevin's a big old liar who says, no, I don't have a favorite kid. When studies have shown, yeah, parents absolutely have a favorite kid. And kids tend to know if they're the favorite or not. This is why... I just, I want to just say right now, Jamie Presley 2020, because she posted an Instagram photo earlier in the month with her and her son, Desi, 12 years old. She said, best time ever hanging with my favorite son, Desi. That's right. I said it. I have a favorite son, although I love all three of my boys with everything I have in me. And she went on and talked about how it was just her and this little boy for for years. So she did a lot of growing up um, at that time, and, and he was always there. They grew up together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but people lost their minds. Like, how dare you write that? Your other kids are going to see this someday. By the way, her other kids are um, two-year-old twin sons, Leo and Lennon. And she was basically like, y'all got to relax, calm down. But she was on the talk and they opened with this and they were like, wow, you've got a lot of flack. And she goes, yeah. I would expect at this point yeah. is the apology. She was going to yeah. apologize, yeah. be like, listen, I, I didn't even take into consideration the other kids would read that. I shouldn't have put that. Right. Obviously, I don't have a favorite. So that's what she said. No, what? she straight up went, you know what? I was um, kind of took a beat and she's like was being honest. <laughs> I <laughs> fell Love out it. laughing. And then she went on and said, all three of my boys are my favorite for different reasons. But when it comes to, like, traveling on a plane, boom, 12-year-old, you're my favorite. When it comes to dressing yourself, he can dress himself. <laughs> the twins, they don't even know how to say shirt. So she just was ruining the other two the whole time. But she straight up was like... I'm not only not apologizing, I'm doubling and tripling down. Sure. And I respect it because she's the only truthful parent out there. Yeah, at least somebody's honest in this room. Right, Kevin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why the f*** you lying? That's what I'm saying, you guys. Also, shouts to Eric Kubici. LA, LA, LA radio legend is the father of Desi. So, shout out to him. He's a good guy. For getting it done, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How can you make everything bad? Talking about I mean, meat in the family, right? He, he made her favorite kid. That's good. I mean, uh, speaking of uh, a meat bean, um, I can't wait to see where this is going. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's Transition. Uh, the home uh, that's built on the land where John Wayne Gacy murdered 33 young men. Mm-hmm. Now on the market, Bean. <gasps> How much? You got to stay in America. I have to live in Wisconsin now. No, this is uh, just east of O'Hare in Chicago. Oh, this was Illinois, right? Okay. Yeah, gotcha, this gotcha, is gotcha. where he killed 33. Yeah, I was, jo- I was Jeffrey Dahmering for a moment oh, there. But were yeah, you? John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Well, I thought you like, I thought John Wayne Gacy was your favorite. That's He's my favorite. art you collect, he does right? Have He's art. my favorite. Yeah. Uh, it's on the market for $459,000. That sounds like a deal. Yeah. Did it, we do you would live in a murder house without when yes. was not here? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'm so sad. All, all people except for, I think, one. They were fine with yeah. it. All, they were all in. They were Some like, of them were like, I would live there more. I would, yeah. I knew I would pick that house and I would it. pay more money yeah. for it. I was like, yeah. what? And it was all women. Yeah, it sure was. was. It sure was. Hmm. Uh, not expected. Would you do this one if you had to? What do you mean if you had to? What do you like, mean? I don't know, a situation where you were set up to live in John Wayne Gacy's house. Would you do it? Um, I mean, I'd have to want to live in Chicago, sure. I guess. But I'm more talking about the idea that we know that, like, 30 kids were buried underneath. Yeah. 33. Uh, I, um... Whew. He's counting. I, um... 
I would have no problems with it if it met my other criteria for a house. I, okay. I don't think I would specifically buy it just to have John Wayne Gacy's house. No, but I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't bother me. It wouldn't me. stop you from. It wouldn't stop side. me to buy it if if everything else uh, because checked all the boxes. Even if they tore down the house, mm-hmm. the ground is where the kids were. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Can't yeah, get rid of that. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me, but I, I suspect that it, it won't be for everyone in that neighborhood because you know I would imagine that was a fairly traumatic thing for for that uh, neighborhood to go through. Got a lot of listeners from last week that would. Yeah, yeah, would, there. yeah it sounds yeah, like it. Into it. And yeah. Kevin's response was, war. are there other homes that I could buy? <laughs> right. For every single thing. Is are there, there other homes in the neighborhood? Is there no other home to purchase? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's concerning, guys. I'm a little bit surprised that they rebuild a house on that piece of land. I'm surprised it's not just empty. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we've heard weirder if it's empty though, because then it, it draws more attention no, to it. Uh, the empty lot maybe. where the kids. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking about how they kids t- under there. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how they tore down Rockingham after OJ, and mm-hmm. you know, and and things like that. How they tore down the the garage where you know the room above the garage where Kurt Cobain killed himself. Usually, they just try to get rid of those so that they can't have that kind of allure to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I get it. I get it. But being can, the, being can yeah. appreciate it inside. Oh, he yeah. can always love the 33 murders. Yeah, I mean, he could own the art if he wanted to. Right. Oh, he does. He does. He does. Right. He's That's psychopath. Right. right. Um, I, I think this is a, a bigger conversation. But um, you know how a lot of actors, actresses are being sued, basically, for posting a photo of themselves on social media because the copyright belongs to paparazzi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Photographer. They yeah. took the photo, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, to me... Legally, that's true. I just... I don't side with a paparazzi. You are taking a picture of me walking out of a place. This isn't, I posed for you, right. We. I got my hair and makeup done, and I posed for you, you legally own it. Yeah, you. that's your picture. And I know that's the situation going yes. in, the whole thing. Yeah. But the fact that you can actually sue someone, like a Justin Bieber, like a J-Lo, like a G.J. Hadid, because they repost a picture that you took out in the wild is bonkers to me. Yeah. Is That's it very, bonkers to anyone yeah, else? It's yes, it's, it's very bonkers. much true, though. It's uh, insane. How do we stop that? Someone who was, I'm I'm sure was that's Ariel Winter. There was some celebrity who was just posting only photos taken by paparazzi. And uh, was like, well, a lot of lawsuits coming. Because I don't think it's going to be a, a lawsuit that a judge is going to see and be into. But it is a lot know. of people, a lot of the photographers are suing anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst. It's, you're being creepy. And I know that's your job. But you also know your job is to be a creep. Yeah. All right. But being a creep, they would they would argue is legal and uh, pays the bills. Says the creep. Says the creep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? I mean, if there's anyone that's going to defend a creep, it's a creep. <laughs> I'm not defending it. I'm just saying they're right. allowed. They're yeah. allowed to do it until the law changes. Imagine yeah. a guy who sides with paparazzi and lives on a house underneath 34 dead children. Right. I mean, that is quite a dude. <laughs> 33, right? I like, don't try to make him sound like a bad dude. <laughs> he doesn't need any My extra bodies. God. <laughs> All right, some birthdays for you. Mike Judge, Norm MacDonald, Michael McKeon, Wyclef Jean, and Eminem. You better lose yourself in the music. The moment you own it, you better never let it go. Still got it. Only got one shot. Kevin? I, I'm out. It's yeah. your chance That's to your blow? Chance to, really? Yeah. Hmm. It's your son. <laughs> it's your son. I don't know if you've seen pictures. <laughs> you and Eminem. It's we should repost that picture. Well, and he's have not people, my favorite son. I'll tell you that. People. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. 
We should post that picture and have people vote. Is this Kevin's kid? <laughs> I mean, all right. We it's look. your kid. All right. Take it easy. That's what happened. Thanks, Alan. You drive home today. Listen to Stryker Klein's commercial free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness from the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, we have an all new Kevin and Bean show. We have your tickets for breakfast with Green Day. Mm, awesome. We also have Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. You fell in love with them, I believe, probably with Deadpool. And they are the ones that are behind Zombieland Double Tap. Going to talk to them. And we have tickets for a room in a place. Where there's going to be a game uh-huh. between squads. What are who you even saying? Play with a round ball. I think we can say basketball. I and think they we can shoot, say professional basketball. And they shoot even. at a hoop. Mm-hmm. I think it's professional and, basketball teams are playing against each other. Both based a, in LA. We have a suite. Right. That uh-huh. you will be able to also join some of us in watching that game in. That With is us. true. And right. Kevin will be doing the play-by-play just like <laughs> I that. I hope so. <laughs> and that's tomorrow morning on an all-new Kevin and Bean. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world-famous K-Rock. We're not that bad! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.